Are you tired of waiting for sparks to fly on your dating app? Do you dream of running through airports to deliver an out-of-breath, unplanned monologue? Then stop doom-scrolling and start listening to Meet Cute Rom-Coms. Feel-good love stories that take you from chance encounter to grand romantic gesture in just 15 minutes. We're bringing rom-coms back. Get a brand new Meet Cute series on the first Tuesday of every month with new episodes twice a week. Fall in love with Meet Cute Rom-Coms wherever you find your podcasts. Is this where we kiss? Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark Review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a longtime Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy. I'm your former Hallmark hater. Today we're discussing the Santa Summit, part of Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas series. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, join our Instagram family. We are at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. Jump into our Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group. Lots of fun people over there who know what they're talking about. I think it's a good time. If you want more from us, you can find us in two different places. We produce a weekly podcast on Wednesdays called Approved with Megan and Wendy. Short 10-minute episodes where we each share one thing we're using and loving. Those are a good time. We also have a Patreon where for just $5 a month, you're getting four bonus episodes from us. It's a women's lifestyle chat over there. It's a real good time. Agree. Patreon. Agree. Patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. Let's hear a synopsis of the Santa Summit. Okay. A little backstory here. I pulled up the synopsis for this movie off of IMDb, didn't read it. And then this morning when I'm looking at my notes, I read the synopsis and I'm like, that's not what happens. Did you pull up the Hallmark synopsis? I did. I have that one as well. So let me let me just read to you what the IMDb synopsis is. And it's only one sentence that's incorrect, but it says, Jordan returns home to regroup after setbacks. Oh, weird. No, she didn't. Weird. (laughs) I know. I thought it was super weird. So from Hallmark.com, or I think it's Hallmark, maybe HallmarkChannel.com. I don't know. Here's the real synopsis. Jordan meets and bonds with Liam, but doesn't get his name before getting separated and lost in a sea of Santas. As the night progresses and hijinks ensue, they all find what they are looking for. Christmas spirit, potential romance, and a strengthened bond of friendship. That's so funny that it says hijinks ensue. I think that's accurate, but also, I mean, we haven't even started talking about this, but I just this didn't feel hijinksy to me, even though I don't think that's an inaccurate description. It's one of my likes. Okay, let's talk news and notes. (laughs) Okay. Hunter King plays Jordan with 28 acting credits. Hunter was last seen in The Professional Bridesmaid on Hallmark. She's also been in Hidden Gems and Nikki and Nora's Sister Sleuths. Her biggest role, however, has been as Summer Newman on The Bold and the Beautiful from 2012 through 2022. Oh, I didn't know she was a soap actor. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of episodes. Benjamin Hollingsworth plays Liam. In addition to roles on Hallmark in Romance and Style and A Splash of Love, Hollingsworth's 42 acting credits include a lead role on all five seasons of Virgin River, as well as 47 episodes of the hospital drama Code Black. Lots of Virgin River actors popping up in this Countdown to Christmas series. Yeah, lots of crossover. Amy Groening plays Ava. With 34 acting credits, Amy has been busy in Hallmark movies like Pumpkin Everything, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, and Snow Kiss. She's also in this year's Miracle in Bethlehem PA out later in the Countdown to Christmas season. Stephanie Sai plays Stella. 
among her 60 acting credits, includes appearances on Hallmark's A Winter Getaway, Snow Kiss, Project Christmas Wish, Christmas by Starlight, On the Twelfth Date of Christmas, and Sweet Autumn. And that is not even close to all the movies she's been in. And we must ask, can someone please give this woman a leading role? Don't you think she would be a delight? A hundred percent. Dan DeYeager plays Mac with 19 acting credits. And a role in Holiday Hotline later this season will make 20. He's also appeared in Hanukkah on Rye, Pumpkin Everything, and A Christmas Cookie Catastrophe. Rodrigo Bellifus plays Freddy. Among his 12 acting credits includes roles in Christmas by Starlight and Snow Kiss. Man, there's a lot of crossover in this movie, too. Both featuring his on-screen crush, Stephanie Sai. Adam Hertig plays Ben. His 72 acting credits include Project Christmas Wish with Stephanie Sai, plus several CCB joints like A Shoe Addict's Christmas and Journey Back to Christmas. Eric Athavale plays Dasher. His 56 acting credits include an upcoming role in Holiday Hotline alongside Dan Yeager, Mac from this movie. Man, this is what I'm telling you. Like, it's all like these people know each other. Six degrees of Hallmark up in here. Seriously. This movie was directed by Jeff Beasley, who has 34 directing credits, including this season's Never Been Christ and the upcoming Miracle in Bethlehem, PA. This was written by Russell Hainline. He has just three writing credits, but they include last year's fan favorite in Mary Measure. Russell Hainline has already come out and said he would be thrilled to write a Santa Summit sequel. Oh, that's fun. Mm -hmm. I love that. You know, I was chatting with Russell via DM on our Instagram yesterday, and uh, he said this movie is coming for victory in this year's Uh best Christmas movie bracket. Look, I would believe it. This is this came in hot. Let's talk first impressions. Mine is I've run into SantaCon in New York a few times, and it is nothing like this highly civilized event. Oh, it's usually a lot of drunk people, <laughs> drunken frat boys in the dirtiest Santa costumes you ever did oh, see. That's no fun, unless I was twenty two. Even then, <laughs> no. Here's my first impression. It's nice to see people like me represented in Christmas movies. I am Stella. Oh, really? I totally was like, I wonder if Wendy's having a moment here. <laughs> I totally was. I related to Stella so hard in this movie. I thought it was so funny when Freddie is like, oh, you don't hate Christmas? Say one thing nice about it. And she's like, it's got a great marketing team. <laughs> it's like, that's the perfect answer. Uh, let's talk about the best friend group in this movie. Okay. I loved it. I loved their three personalities together. I loved the three actresses. Amy Groening is so delightful. She appeared on screen and I was like, I know her. And then I kind of looked back and obviously we've seen a lot of her movies, but I couldn't tell you what I know her from. Same. But I just loved her. Hunter King. I like both her and her sister as actors. Yep. I find them very appealing to watch. They just are really dynamic on screen. Mm -hmm. And Stephanie Sai, although not new to Hallmark, this is maybe one of the first times she's made a big impression on me. Oh, yeah, me too. And I just adored her. What a dynamic team of women as besties. It's almost unfortunate that the billing is like Hunter- and Benjamin as the leads Mm -hmm. because it's really an ensemble cast. I agree. And I think 
Well, no, that I was going to say it. I was like, I think it's a movie more about friendship. It's really not. It's friendship and romance, but for all three of them. Yeah, there's three love stories. Like I would, I would have loved to see this marketed more as like a buddy romance with like three storylines. Mm-hmm. Because I do, I was a big fan of the Jordan and Liam storyline. I thought that was very cute. I liked both of them. I liked a lot about that, but. There's a lot going on with Stella and Freddie. There's a lot going on with Ava and Ben. I liked those stories equally. I have to agree. I thought all three women gave really strong performances. I know it's a Hunter King movie, but like you said, it should have been an ensemble movie. I thought they were all great. And speaking of fantastic, I really loved the characters of Dasher and Freddie. Yes. They were so funny. They had me laughing, especially the guy that plays Dasher. The He rode that bike Like the thing. pedicab driver, yeah. <laughs> pedicab, that's the word. He was so funny. So, so funny. And I know he's been in other stuff, but I'm like, never really noticed him until this movie. So that's so funny about, I agree, his face was really familiar, but I wasn't ever compelled to like look him up and say, like, what do I know him from until now? One funny thing is it's not so much a pedicab. That's what I called it. It's like a Surrey that he's driving. Mm. And fun story. My dad as a child had a Surrey. He still remembers getting a Surrey with the fringe on top and writing it all over the place. And he, one year for Christmas, gave my family a Surrey. And that thing was so hard to pedal, even down my flat street. It was so- <laughs> watching him like struggle to get those women down the road just made me laugh. I thought it was funny. So you thought it was funny when he was like... Are you going to help me pedal? Yeah. (laughs) I did. Stella's like, are you going to help us pay the four bucks? Yeah. Yeah, I thought, yeah, that was really funny. Good writing, too. Uh Uh-huh. Speaking of the writing, I, this movie, the premise is quite simple, right? You know, the girl and the guy meet, they get lost. But Hijinks ensue. Yes. It's all the other stuff that happens throughout this movie that makes it fun and special for me. Mm -hmm. This movie felt fresh. It felt like new era Hallmark. The writing was quick and quippy, but it also had these like really warm moments. Mm-hmm. And plus, on top of all that, it had great pop cultural references in it that make me laugh. Like the whole Lord of the Rings thing. There's a cool runnings moment that the, I lived <laughs> cool for. Runnings, yes, exactly. <laughs> I think anybody younger than us is not going to know Cool Runnings, but I, mean, I thought... I know. I just... <laughs> I know. I, thought it, I thought it was great. And and dare I say, I felt like this was a Netflix-level project. And I'm not yes. bagging. If anybody who's listened to our podcast for a long period of time, in the beginning, I was always like, oh, this is a good Hallmark movie. This could have been a real movie. And I'm doing air quotes around real, right? This, to me, honestly felt like a movie that could have had the budget for Netflix. I thought it was that entertaining. It looked that good. I agree with you. And I think on Netflix, it would have been marketed as an ensemble cast. Yeah, I think you're right. But there's no, you know, all the acting in this movie is really high level and high quality. And there's no like, oh, they didn't get top billing because their performance didn't bring it. They Everyone brought it in this mm-hmm. movie. Everyone. I mean, what a great team. I loved I Have to Be My Own Sweatpants. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. These warm moments. That, I mean, that's awesome. You don't get stuff like that in a Hallmark movie. No. That empowerment moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
I, I'm telling you, Russell Hainline is quickly becoming a writer to watch for me. Uh, we just need more. That's all. Just keep going, Russell. Don't stop. <laughs> Turning them out. <laughs> uh, wowie zowie alert. Hello, Benjamin Hollingsworth. I'm like, I guess I'm going to have to watch Virgin River now. Yeah, and he's kind of a bad guy in Virgin River, so you'll like oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's so cute. Mm-hmm. And again, like, I don't remember him from any other movie I've seen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, I know him from Virgin River, which I do watch. I've also never seen Code Black, but I'm like, mm, I love a hospital drama. So <laughs> I really do. We've got to call out the Easter egg moment. We've got Niall Mater as the DJ. So fun. We're starting to finally get those moments. We're seeing them. Hallmark told us they were coming. That's a great way to do it. I, I've never seen him so like animated. Yes, thank yeah. you. That's a great word for Sorry, it. Sorry, I just stole your moment. No, it was perfect. I, I It just made me smile. And it, I knew it was coming, and it didn't ruin the moment for me at all. I know. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. <laughs> and I think that the, the great thing about that is there's no pressure on him. This isn't an Isle Mater movie. Nobody cares if the DJ's any good, so he can be ridiculous and silly and just send it. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I watched the first episode of Winter House and then send it <laughs> sticking with you. Uh, oh my god, that's uh, so funny. Anyway, that. yeah, good. He's good. Uh, the music was great in this movie too. The music was great in this movie, as were all of the different sets. And part of me was like, is this just the same bar that they're like rearranging ever so slightly every time to make it look like a different place? Oh, I wonder. I wonder. It worked for me. I didn't care. Yeah, I didn't notice it like that closely. So, yeah, that's awesome. All right, let's talk about what we wished for. I just have questions. Okay. Do they ever drink alcohol during this bar crawl? Well, I have something in the Did You See That. Okay. Okay. They weren't drinking like bottles of beer. No, no I f- what I felt like is every single drink they had could have been a mocktail or a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um. And my next question is, so many sugary drinks. Do they not have tummy aches at the end of this bar crawl? You and I, we'd be like, we're done. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But my actual wish is purely that I think this would make a great sequel. I already talked about it. I don't know where they could take the story, but I do think it'd be a fun sequel. There's so many storylines. So many. Like, this is the Santa Summit this year, and now they're, like, all in these established relationships. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm, They're like, let's go to the Santa Summit where we met last year. And and then more hijinks ensues. Russell Hainline, I trust your writing brain to tackle this. Awesome. Hey, you know what? I forgot to add something in my liked category. Yeah. We'll just put it here. I thought this movie lacked hijinks. Like, you know, I hate hijinks in a Uh movie. Uh-huh can't stand it i mean sure there were like moments where they were like missing each other but it wasn't like hijinks i agree it didn't feel silly or manufactured it felt very realistic in this big event this is how it goes agree okay so here's what i wish for i have two i wish that jordan and liam had more scenes together yeah i get why they didn't, because that was the premise of the movie. But they had a really fun energy together. Uh-huh. I agree. I would like a sequel, because I would like to see them in more scenes together. Yes. And then finally, I thought that 
Jordan could have tried harder to find Liam. They're at a place with a DJ. Have the DJ make oh, an announcement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for a guy with a tattoo on his wrist of a pine tree or whatever. I, I How? It's so easy. Like, I don't know. I mean, I get why they didn't, but... Well, to your point, I tend to hyper-focus on things. So if I had, like, met this guy and couldn't find him and wanted to find him, but I'm out with my friends, one thing I noticed is I thought she did a good job of, yes, she was searching for him, but she was also able to focus in on some moments with her friends as well. Mm -hmm. And I kind of liked that, that she was able to, like, still be there for that. She wasn't ditching them to, like, find this guy. She, She had made them come, and she was still fully engaged with her friends. Yeah, that's a really good point because if she was like, bye, I'm going to go try to find this dude, it would have been a shitty thing to do to a couple of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially Stella, who does not want to be there. Right, exactly. And then, speaking of hyper-focus, if I were to meet somebody like that, if if I'm Jordan in the, in the scenario, I would think that the guy was like, ditching me on purpose i wouldn't me too i I feel like i'm going home (laughs) yeah i would feel so i would start second guessing our connection immediately Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. why hasn't he found me right exactly are you ready for did to see that i am at the bar when they arrive at nashville's they get off of the surrey slash pedicab the three ladies and the tree gets on it love the tree yes to leave evidently but then we see him inside at the lasso competition a little bit later. Oh, yeah. He was everywhere. He, like, popped up everywhere. When they are at the sushi restaurant, they were given these drinks. And this is when we talk about the alcohol. It was a purple drink with a lemon slice that they poured something into it that made it, like, smoke. Change colors, yes. Yes, and I was like, that's not a holiday drink, like, at all. <laughs> Who's drinking this p- crazy, weird purple drink? With a lemon slice. But later in the scene, they're still at that same table. They're drinking like an eggnog drink or something mm. like out of a out of a clear mug. Hmm. And I have to ask a question. Mm-hmm. Why are they serving cookies at the sushi restaurant? Oh, those cute little cookies? Yeah. yeah why not why. sushi? Yeah. I don't I was like, what? I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, those purple drinks, to me, I think they're like, look, we found a way to make these drinks bubble, but it only turns purple. Like, we don't have one that turns red or green. Like, the no, chemical reaction doesn't work that way. So it's going to be a non-holiday event. Needed to be red or green. They were like, I'm how sorry. many? I know. I agree. But how many holiday drinks? Like, we got the hot chocolate with marshmallows. That happened earlier. We had that eggnog moment. Give them some martinis or something like Yeah, like a cranberry martini. Yes, exactly. Uh Exactly. Part of me feels like they were trying to make these drinks look like they weren't necessary. Like they're on a bar crawl, but they weren't like leaning super hard into the bar aspect of it. And Mm -hmm. if you serve a drink in a martini glass, like that's an alcoholic beverage. You serve it in like these bubbling pint glasses. Anybody know? Nobody knows. I don't know. Why the PG, like, they don't need to, like, hide that they're drinking or that they are truly on a bar crawl. I mean, Hallmark serves, I mean, they have wine, for God's sakes. Yeah, Never Been Christ was full of alcohol. Totally. Yeah, don't know. Totally. My final, did you see that, was at the very end when Freddie is up on stage and he's about to sing, 
I swear to God, it's a U2 song. I was like, wow, they got a U2 song here. And then they sing some random Christmas song. I Who's shazam- got a coat? Na, 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 na. <laughs> Is that a real song? I, I, sh- I, I shazammed so. it and nothing came up. So I was like, what? I, it, the beginning sounds exactly like a U2 song. It's from uh, Rafi's Christmas album. Rafi, the child singer? Yeah, Rafi, the children sing. I can't I can't play it because it's playing through my computer. But yes, Rafi the Children's Singer. Anyway, I really loved that final performance where she gets up and sings. Oh, when she sings by herself? Holy cow. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. That was great. Are you ready to rate this guy? Go for it. I give it five stars. What? Yeah. No notes. I gave it four and a half. I don't know why. Why am I so unwilling to give it five stars? I thought it was great. Because I think like last year we gave five stars to the trifecta, whatever that movie was called. I'm not sure that I did. You know that's not my favorite movie last year. I know. You like the other one. <laughs> it's <laughs> like third. The names are all it's mixed third. up in my head right now. I think, are you holding out for, for you think something better is going to come along this year? You know, that's not fair for me to do, though. I don't know if I am. I don't. I haven't really dug deep into my psyche on my uh, rating mm-hmm. issues. But you know, it's all vibes. It's all vibes. It's all remember? vibes, man. Speaking okay. of vibes, we need your positive vibes in our ratings and review section. Open the Apple Podcast app and scroll down to the bottom of Girls Gone Hallmark where you see an opportunity to give us five stars. And you can write a little blurb about what you love about us. We'd love to hear from you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.